Marsh's home. And uh, we are we're seeing God do great things. And we would love for you to be a part. If you want to get better connected with the people of God, we are seeking to grow our home groups as well. So we will have more opening up very soon. And uh, we love just getting together during the week and sharing the word of the Lord, spending a little time together. And um, we're glad for all of those that are involved. But if you are new or newer, new-ish, new-ish, is that a word? We'd love for you to be a part of, of one of our home groups and be blessed by them. And uh, the closer you get to the body of Christ, the stronger you will become. And, and, and the more you hear the word of the Lord and just get around God's people, there's a, strength that, a strengthening that happens when you get amongst God's people. Amen. It's good to see everybody this morning. We have some guests, some returning guests with us this morning. Why don't we make them feel welcome in the house of the Lord this morning? Praise God. Amen. Good to see Daryl and Seth. We're so glad that y'all are here this morning. God bless them. So glad they could, they could be with us this morning. And um, it's good just to worship God together. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, beginning with verse number 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. This is the church he's talking to. He was with them in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. I've stopped by this morning just to share this simple word with you today from verse number nine. I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Are you a them this morning? Oh, there are some folks here the last few minutes this morning, you are worshiping God. And, and you're trying your very best. You may be going through situations that nobody else even knows about. But yet you lifted your hands anyway. And you lifted your voice anyway. And, and, and you did your, your very best to connect with the Holy Ghost anyway. That makes you a them. That makes you a them. And God's got something prepared for them that love him. 
I'm, I'm surrounded by people here this morning that love God. You're not here because of the, the raw emotion going through the, the roof and everything, all that. We have times where that happens, and that's great and that's awesome. But there's some times where I'm loving him, and I don't feel it like I want to feel it, but I'm going to love him anyway. That's, that's a them. That's a them that God has something prepared for. And I've come to preach to you just from that scripture this morning. God's got something prepared for you today. Would you lift your hands this morning and lift your voice one more time and just love him. Lord, I love you this morning. I love you this morning. I'm one of those. I love you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I bless your name in the house of the Lord today. Praise God. Clap your hands one more time and give him praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be seated this morning. I pray probably might not preach too long here today, but I'm going to just get out of my spirit what I feel the Lord has put in there. You've got a brighter future this morning. I know, I know every news outlet's got doom and gloom. I understand. I understand the state of of, of, of the, the, the news on a daily basis. There, there's something going wrong. It's bad and getting worse. And it's easy to, 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 to lock into that and to look at all of the negativity happening in our world. And there is a certain amount of a prophetic fulfillment that is happening right now. Don't misunderstand me today. There, there are a lot of things that are in the process right now of coming to pass right now that are biblical prophecy and and the 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 sin that is in our world is becoming more and more bold and is becoming more and more in the open and it's because the bible says that righteousness exalteth a nation and when there is unrighteousness that is exalted there there's a certain amount of calamity that comes in as a result of that I understand that element, but I'm not preaching from that, the standpoint of that element this morning. There may be negativity that happens in our world, but I've come to preach the word of the Lord to the people of God this morning that God has something prepared for his people that eye hath not seen and ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. The Bible, ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah, the Bible tells us that the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. That means on the opposite, man, I'm telling you, I feel such a strong presence of angels in this place right now. The Bible tells us that the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. Praise God. What that means is those that do not walk in the fear of the Lord do not have the, the, the luxury of the angels of the Lord being right there with him, being right there with them. There is a line of demarcation that is drawn between the world and the people of God because God has from the very beginning wanted to call a people out of darkness into his marvelous light that would be a people reserved for him and only him and those that have obeyed the gospel and have been uh, born of the water and of the spirit and have continued on in the apostles doctrine and have, 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 have continued on in the ways of the word of God and have loved his commandments 
commandments and have loved his law and have abided under the shadow of the Almighty, those are the ones that no matter what is happening in the world today, there is a special blessing from God that is going to be poured out on his people. It doesn't matter what the economy is doing. It doesn't matter what wars and rumors of wars are taking place in the world that, that because the Bible says, eye hath not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. I'm gonna tell you, if you are a them, then God's got something for you. If you are a them, if you love him, even in the good times and in the bad times, God's got something prepared just for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's, 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 it's tempting to get wrapped up in all of what the world is saying is happening and is getting ready to happen. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with the economy. I don't know what's exactly going to happen around the world when it comes to, to wars and tension in, in, in other countries and everything and, and everything that's going on. You're, you're well aware of it. But what I can tell you is in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. I've come to preach to somebody this morning. I don't care what's happening in the world. There is a greater move of the Holy Ghost that is going to happen amongst God. God's people. There is a greater move of the Holy Ghost that's going to happen in our world. There is a greater revival that is going to take place like we've never seen it before. You just you better get ready for what God is going to do because as tensions ratchet up in the world, so is the moving of the Holy Ghost. So is the outpouring of his spirit. So is the blessing and the favor of God upon his people in the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says he's coming back for a bride that is without spot and that is without wrinkle. A bride that has prepared herself for the coming. He's not coming back for a bride that's been beat up and that's bloody and that's bruised and that can't make it through. No. God is coming back for a bride that is powerful. He's coming back for a bride that has persevered and that has that has walked in the things of the Spirit and has made herself ready for the last day coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, there's a voice in the earth that says it's about to get bad. There's a voice in the earth that's going to tell you just how bad it is and how it's getting worse. But I've come to tell you, God's got something prepared for them that love him. God's got something prepared for your family. God's got something prepared for you. And God's got something prepared for his church. Oh, hallelujah. God's not going to abandon you. We may have to climb some mountains. We may go through some valleys, but God will not abandon his people. We may have to go through some difficulty at times. I don't know what the shortages are going to bring. I have no idea. We, we thought we had an idea that COVID was just going to go away in a few months after it surfaced and it didn't turn out to be like we might have thought it was going to be. I don't know. I wish I could tell you that I knew what was going to happen, but this I do know is God got something prepared for them that love him. It does not cancel out the word of God. The economy doesn't cancel out the blessing of God. Wars and rumors of wars don't cancel out the victory of the Holy Ghost in the earth. But in the last days, God is going to pour out his spirit. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and magnify him this morning. 
Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have, I, I love, I understand what I'm about to, what I'm about to say. Hear what I, understand what I'm about to say. I've had other pastors and preachers and uh, either men that I'm connected with or, 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 or pastors or preachers from other denominations and different circles of Christianity that ask me, how'd your church do through COVID? And, I, and, and it's, it's obviously quite an odd response to say that we, 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 we persevered. It shut down so many situations. But one of the reasons why I, I, I love this church is because you caught the, 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 the faith of God through the midst of the darkness. And you said, we're going to make it through it. And there was still a hunger in your heart that said, I've got to get to the house of God. I know there's a lot of craziness going on and, and maybe a lot of anxiety about things or unsureness, but there was something about this congregation that said, we're going to make it, we're going to make it, we're going to make it, and we're coming out with flying colors. I'm going to tell you some of the greatest blessings that happened, that some of the greatest uh, um, things that happened through were, were through that time period in this congregation that God, that God showed his power and showed his provision and showed himself strong in each and every one of you. I'm going to tell you this morning, it doesn't matter how dark it gets. It doesn't matter how unsure you may be right now. God is not going to abandon you, but rather he's got something planned for you that is so far above and beyond what your mind can comprehend. And we've got to get locked into the promises of God and locked into the word of God and say, I know I may be unsure about some things, but this I do know that eye has not seen and ear has not heard and neither has it entered into to the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Them that love him are not the ones that just come when it's easy. Them that love him are not the ones that, that, that are, are fair weather Christians. But the ones that say I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I'm here in the ups, I'm here in the downs, I'm here in the good times, I'm here in the times of plenty, I'm here in the times that are that are lean, I'm I'm here when I feel exalted and I'm here when I feel abased. I'm here I'm, I'm here when it's difficult and I'm here when it's easy. I've made my mind up. That's the, that's the ones that the Bible tells us. Those are the ones that truly by definition really really love him. Those of you that have loved him when you didn't feel all of the goosebumps and you didn't feel the surge of anointing was just putting one foot in front of the other when you dealt with difficulty that maybe other people did not know about. I've come to preach to you this morning that God's got something prepared for you. Don't give up now. Don't throw in the towel now. Don't 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 call it quits now. God's got something prepared for you. He has not forgotten you. He has not abandoned you. I know you may have dealt with difficulty, but hear the word of the Lord this morning. God's got something prepared. God's got something prepared. God's got something prepared for them that love him hallelujah the bible tells us in, 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 in the first part of this verse says but as it is written so what is happening here is the writer is making a reference to scripture that is already in the word of God the book of Isaiah, chapter 64, and verse number 4. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear. 
Neither hath the eye seen, O God, beside thee what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. That word waiteth translates love. But it's interesting how the Hebrew and, and how, how it correlates in the Old Testament as opposed to the New Testament. Sometimes loving God is waiting on him. Sometimes loving God is waiting on him when you don't have an answer yet and saying, Lord, I'm going to trust you even though I feel like I'm getting nowhere. God, I'm going to trust you anyway even though I feel like nothing is happening. And then that voice comes into your head and says, you're just spinning your wheels right now and getting nowhere. No, I'm telling you, when you're waiting on God, you're not spinning in your wheels and you're not wasting time. When you're waiting on the Lord it is not wasted time. When you're waiting on him something is taking place in that waiting. Something is transpiring when it feels like nothing is happening. Hear me this morning that God's got something prepared for those that are willing to wait upon him. It was, it was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah and so the apostle Paul picks up that prophetic word and he leans upon that prophetic word some 800 or 900 years later when this is written 800 or 900 years later the apostle Paul reminds himself I heard the prophet Isaiah talk about something that God has prepared for them so he begins to encourage the church in Corinth and tell them God's got something for you the prophet Isaiah said it as it is written eye has not seen ear has not heard neither has it entered into the heart of man that which God has prepared for them that love him the Apostle Paul does not stop there because in the time of Isaiah it was a much different time. The prophet Isaiah was prophesying about that which was to come and the things that would take place and the Apostle Paul under, having a greater understanding of what was happening seeing as they were in a new dispensation at this time. He begins to elaborate on what was taking place because in verse number 10 of 1 Corinthians it says, 1 Corinthians 2 it says but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. This is why you cannot live for God without the Holy Ghost. You must have the Holy Ghost in your life because where there is purpose in your life, the only way that you're going to see the purpose of God fulfilled in your life is by the power of the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God searches the deep things of God. It knows everything and goes into those places that you don't even understand. Hear me this morning that the Spirit of God is at work and he's trying to lead somebody into deeper things. He's trying to search out those places in your life and just show you just what exactly he has prepared for you. The Spirit of God will begin to talk to you and show you things, the things that God has prepared for you. It's no longer just wondering and waiting what it is. And, and, there, and the, while, the, while the Bible says that we know in part and we prophesy in part, we don't know everything that God is going to do in the future. That's not for us to know because we walk by faith and not by sight. But there are things that the Holy Ghost will begin to clue us into and plug us into because he's got a plan and he's got a purpose and he will lead me and God guide every footstep and prompt me for where to go. I've just come to tell somebody and encourage somebody this morning, don't give up and throw in the towel because God's got something prepared for you. God's got a purpose. It's all playing into his plan. I, I know you may have walked through difficulty, but, but what, what God has prepared 
prepared for you. His purpose in your life is beyond what your natural mind can really comprehend. And what you've got to do is plug into the promise of God and say, God, it's it's all of what you want to do in my life. I'm going to hang on to your promise. I'm going to bank everything in my life upon the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. Would you lift your hands up to the Lord right now and just love him in this house? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. And when God has purpose for your life, he doesn't allow it to be roses and tulips all the time. When there's purpose in your life, he's not trying to do anything to you. But there are times where he allows us to walk through dark valleys and he allows us to climb the mountain. We, we love we love the idea of, uh, of what the scripture says of, of if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and nothing shall be impossible to you. But when it doesn't move, we don't know what to do with that. But well, I'm going to tell you what to do with that. It's, that's when you get yourself together and you start climbing a mountain. There, uh, I, I know you don't feel like climbing a mountain at times and there's things in front of you that you know that there's no easy fix and there's no easy answer right in front of you that may be there's just because there's a mountain there and God's saying to you you know what you you need to build your strength and you just need to start climbing the mountain that is in front of you don't give up don't give in don't get be discouraged because you've got to climb because God's going to show you things when you get to the top of that mountain peak that you've never seen before you're God's going to show you things in the spirit when you climb all the way to the top and you get that mountaintop experience and you have a perspective that you never had before. Somebody hear the word of the Lord this morning. God has a purpose. God has something prepared for you. You've got to believe it with everything that is within you that no matter where you are right now, there is purpose in where you are. There is a plan. There is something prepared for you. We get so locked in to the 10, 20, 30, 40 years 50, 60, 70 years of our life. But the Bible tells us in Hebrews, I'm coming to a close. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that there are those that died in faith, not receiving the promise. They, they, were, they were tied into something that was so eternal it went beyond their own life. You know what we get? You know what we get? We get hooked on. We get we get so hooked on uh, 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 just trying to figure out the next miracle for next week. When God is wanting us to be plugged into His eternal purpose that goes from age to age. The Bible says, "What is your life? It is even a vapor." It's here one day, and it's gone the next. You know, I, something struck me really profound recently. I've, I've made this statement before. That the life that we live in this earth is simply the womb of eternity. How do you compare, even just in our life, 
the nine months in the womb compared to a full life. Goes by that fast. But also think about this. Think of the environment that that little baby is in when it's in the womb. It can hear faint muffled noises. It can hear the voice of the father and mother if they're talking to him, if they get real close to the, the mother's stomach and talk to him, you know, they can they can hear, they can it's traveling through obviously the body of the mother. So it's not as clear as as it will be when they are born. There there's not any there's not a plethora of colors or or things to see. There's really there's not much there. But then when that baby is born, it comes into a world where comparing what there is to see in the next world is, is, is beyond comprehension compared to what they could or could not see in the womb. You understand what I'm saying? The difference between the womb and, and being outside of the womb, everything that that baby will see, that person will see, hear, taste, touch, smell, the, all the senses that will come into play and everything that we are exposed to outside of the womb, it just it doesn't compare. Well, we as human beings in the womb of eternity, when we get to heaven, it's going to be so much greater even than the difference between a baby in the womb and a baby that is born, eventually developing into a full-grown adult, everything that it will sense, taste, all that, that the five senses will allow it to be exposed to. When we get to heaven, there are going to be colors we have never seen. There's going to be smells we have never smelled. There's going to be sounds we have never heard. Because we are simply in the womb of eternity. If you, if you think everything that there is to see, all that the five senses in this earth there are in existence, you have, uh, you have drastically underestimated your God. Because we are just in the womb. I'm telling you the things that God has prepared for us. I'm not talking about what God has prepared for you next week. That's, I believe God has something prepared for you today, tomorrow, next week. That's fine. But we, we sometimes we've got to get out of just the here and now and get plugged into the eternal purpose of God beyond just my current dilemma in the moment. God has something prepared, and that's why I... Some people will walk away from God because they never got a glimpse and a grasp on what is in eternity. On the difference between life here in this place called earth and the new Jerusalem. In that place called heaven that is 1,500 miles wide, 1,500 miles high for 1,500 miles The things that God has prepared for you. And where we oftentimes live, and I'm just about done, but Austin, come. Is we can get hyper-focused on what is right in front of me. And miss the eternal purpose of God that stretches out my entire life. 
There's some folks in this room. You know, I, 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 don't say, I don't make statements like this in a disrespectful manner, but you're up in age. You've walked a few miles. You've lived for God a long time. You've seen fads come and go. You've seen society change. Things come and go. You've seen a lot of things change over the years. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm, I've seen fads come in when I was a teenager and they went out. Now it's 20 years later and I'm watching it come back in and I'm thinking, that was ugly back then. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just... Let's stand this morning. I've come to encourage somebody in the Holy Ghost in this house today. Lift up your head. Lift up your head this morning. This is just the womb of eternity. Eye hath not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God, oh, I'm telling you, I feel such a powerful presence of angels right now on this platform. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. I'm telling you, and just the, I, I know some of the old timers in the room, hear me, Ooh, you, could, you could say that time has gone by. You've blinked your eyes and 50 years have gone by. You've blinked your, 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 blinked your eyes and 60 years have gone by. I'm telling you, it's just going to be a few more years. It's just going to be a little while. And all of the things that seem to get us caught up in the moment, it's not going to matter any longer. A hundred years from now, that trial that's got you knotted up in your stomach, that situation that has you frustrated in a hundred years, it's not going to matter. I, 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 I don't believe you're going to be in it all your life. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying to you that you're going to just prepare to struggle all your life. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying get your eyes on glory. Get your eyes on something that eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. I believe God's going to bless you and bring you through that trial. Yes, I do. But when that trial is over and God God has brought you through. Don't get your eyes on the world any longer. Get your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on glory. Keep your eyes on him. Would somebody gather around this altar with me this morning and get your eyes on Jesus. God's got something prepared for you. God's got purpose. God's got a plan for your life. Somebody lift up your hands all over this altar right now. Lift up your hands and lift up your voice. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He's got something for you. He's got something for you. It's not too late. And it's not too early. He's got a purpose. He's got something prepared for you. Hakaramaya la mahaya.